It's been a while. It's, uh, it's, it's, what was that? It's been a hot minute. <laughs> it has been. Since when? Since the Queen died, you know. God rest Liz's soul. Yes, the lizard soul. The <laughs> <laughs> they've infiltrated yes. the highest powers. Yes, they've infiltrated <laughs> Buckingham Palace. <laughs> My goodness. I think the, they've got really good, like, warm infrared lights in there as well. Like, nice rocks with, like... Yeah, they got UV light in there. That's how they kept like Liz alive for so long. There's all the pathogens in there were just dead. So that's true. Just it, the Buckingham Palace is actually just a, just a clean room. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's wrong now? What's wrong? Old people. There's a little thing. Uh, there's a little flu going around. That's that's taken down our old people, and we thought it was done. But really, I think the numbers were just being very much underreported. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of COVID-19, Alexander? Well, it's more like COVID-2022 now. It's COVID number five. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's, um, it's a bit sad. But it's okay. We're young, so we can't get hurt by it. We can't die. Forget all the children who've died if from it. If the news don't report it as well, then is it really happening? It's true. If a tree falls in the forest, has it really fallen? Same as COVID. Does the Pope shit in the woods? I don't know. Is the is the Pope a Catholic? He actually is, but... It's a contract. What? A construct? Religion. Uh, <laughs> this, you know what? It does say officially in our bio that this is a political podcast. So it's okay to get political. Let's get political. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's rough. It was. What are we doing today, Chez? Um, we're doing a podcast today. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing today, Berkey? So, we've done the movies. The movies. We've done the TV shows. The TV show. This is normally a music podcast. What form of electronic media have we not covered so far? We haven't done music. Correct. In, <laughs> in, in, in. In the video game. Whoa. Whoa. That's what this is. Yeah. It's part three. Part three of a very extensive um, video essay without the video and um, without the essay. Really? Um, There's no poetic techniques in this. No. Um, We're just talking about music that we like in some form of media. Yeah. The in this video case, game. In this case, the video game. It's the video game. Do you play video games? I've been known to play a video game. Yeah. I um, I acquire my knowledge through other means, like uh, Percy Jackson. Like how you aced the HSC through that means? Yes, no, I did use Percy Jackson for the HSC, um, and I I did very well in my religion unit actually because of my upbringing with Percy Jackson. Because at the end of the day, it's all made up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you are technically correct in that sense. It is all made up because yeah. no one can get their story straight. That's true. Just like everyone. Yeah, so basically I think the search to finding the one true God is just trying to figure out which book is canon. You ever watch Star Wars and you're like, oh, wow, this show is really cool. Um, Star Wars Visions, the anime version one, but unfortunately that's not canon. That is Legends. That's like Scientology. It, it's, re- it's really funny when it, because it's just playing out in real life. Like, so... All religions have like some form of like contradictions, just like real life TV shows. How have you seen at the moment? Like the newest like TV, uh, the new. We're not. We'll get into the games, but uh, the newest Star Wars show has apparently like already con- contradicted canon or something. What Andor? No, not Andor. It was the. It's the newest like animated one. Star Wars led not list. Oh yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's got like it has like Dooku as like a <coughs> young young and well, not really young and but. With Qui Gon still around, apparently it's contradicted some stuff that was in the movies, and everyone's up in arms about it. So I've not seen it because I only watch um, audiobooks. Oh, oh, well. And video games. Whoa. Which is um, that's the topic today. That is the topic today. So, so I'd, I just want to refrain from talking about TV shows sorry, for now because that's illegal. That is illegal. Oh, that's I'm, illegal. I'll be black bagged if I do that again. You will be correct. Yeah. So Chaz, can I take you on a trip down memory lane? All right. Right Gone. in the past. Gone. What was the first video game that, like, really got you hooked into it? Pokemon Silver. 
on my Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, I yeah. did have one of those as well. Well, they were cool because they... they that, like was, that was the first... Well, I think that was like the first iteration of what backwards compatibility was. That's true. Because Be- that was when the cartridges were Game Boy Color and they were the big square ones. Mm-hmm. But you could put it in, in Game Boy Advance SP in the slot where you would put a Game Boy Advance game. I know. It's actually yeah. ridiculous. Now these money grubbers... I know. They don't, they don't let us put DS games into a Switch. Oh, I was going to say DS games into the Game Boy. <laughs> going no, that's forward compatible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> Whoa. If that is, if forward compatibility was a thing, I think a lot of manufacturers would get into a lot of trouble because then it's clearly, they're, they're clearly um, nerfing yeah. like your capabilities. They've that's already true. planned the next gen. Yeah, well, it's all, it's it's funny when you see like all these games come out for like the current gen, and they expect them to like to play as well on the older gen. So, current example, so God of War Ragnarok just come out. So and so on. Is P- that a friend of yours? Yeah, uh, I've known her for many years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so like so on like PS Five, it does like it's like 120 FPS, mm. but then on PS Four, like the first gen PS Four, it it's still playable, but it's like. 30 fps oh my eyes my poor eyes my eyes can only see in 24 frames per second do you yes. know that well. yeah i don't have elf eyes <laughs> <laughs> like legolas hey we're going into two different medias they're going to the book and the movie so that's but illegal right there no but there. there are video games of lord of the rings there have, are have you ever played it sir I have actually. Yeah. I played one of them. Oh, I I played uh Shadow of played Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War, mm. but I have played some of the like PS2 versions as well. And they were that pretty was, fun. That was goated. My that friend. was very much goated. That was really good. And Playing then I've also Gandalf. played uh, Lord of the Rings online as well. And the reason why I'm allowed to talk about Lord of the Rings is because not only was it a game, but there was music in it too. Whoa! And they just reused the same the music. music that was well, yeah, and they got the voice actors back and everything, like like Ian McKellen voiced Gandalf in the game, so yeah, which is actually pretty. You know, Ian McKellen played um, Gandalf in the movies. What did he? He was yeah, he was in that. Well, that's really weird. You know, Elijah Wood played Frodo yeah. in the game in and the, game. the movie as well. That's really expensive. That's I don't know how. Um yeah, how he can be in like two places at once as well. I know it's ridiculous. And then, um, and then there was there was music in the games too. And what music was that? Oh, Enya. <laughs> that's that's who it was in the last episode on the movies. Couldn't remember who the singer was that worked with Howard Shaw. Howard Shaw was the composer for Lord of the Rings, and it was Enya, who I believe is a Kiwi singer, and she did all like the female vocals for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's really cool. So she did like all the elf stuff and. Imagine if, Lord, imagine if Lord was big back then and if <laughs> Peter Jackson asked her to do the singing in Lord of the Rings. She would have been four years old. Yeah, that's what I mean. If she was like some of the voice of Lord. Yeah. Was Did the Lord of the Rings. I would be pretty good. Like she could do like some of like the dwarven songs and stuff. I reckon she has the voice for it. She can do that. Yeah. Yeah. It right. would It would sound like... If if Lord did the like the singing for some of like the dwarven music, it would sound kind of like it would sound dwarvish, but like with a Lord twist. Whoa! You know what I mean? I'm not sure. Maybe that's too. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So we have a couple of games here. Yeah. That, that we both like, or yeah. or ones that stand out that have a good soundtrack. So yeah. I'll get us kicked off. So of kick course, us off. We got Skyrim. Oh, <laughs> mate. I've got. I think. I think that was that was a tantalizer. That was a tickling tantalizer for the for the testies uh, when that came out. Eleven, eleven, eleven. Every basic white girl's favorite date. Eleven, eleven, eleven. So it came out on Remembrance Day. What a way to remember the fallen soldiers of World War One. Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> Re rewriting history. Yeah. Really. <laughs> oh yeah. So Skyrim is an allegory for World War One. It, but it's also an actual representation of um, the Romans, right? With the Imperials. Oh, yeah. Well, because the Imperials look like Romans. Yeah. Oh, you got the Stormcloaks as well, so... They got Stormtroopers in there as well. Um, but it's just uh, it's just a battle between the Empire and the Rebellion. Classic tale of two tale sides of the same yeah. coin. And then you've got, like, race wars in there as well. That's true. Uh, which is... Um, 
Yeah, it's a bit... Uh, that's that's fantasy, because obviously we don't have any race wards in no, real life. No, never, no. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, with elves, right? I mean, now we do have elves, but that sort of falls under the category of fairies. Um, so, you know, is that... Do you really want to anger your fairy audience like that? I know. I think we do get a big support from the fairy nation. Um, so, yeah, maybe I should retract that statement. Yeah, just just putting it out there, you know. That's right. Um, but yeah, no, orcs get a bad rap as well. I, I know. They're just, they're just elves that lost their way, really. Well, that is true. Morgoth, he's the guy. He's the guy that did it to the elves. I know. He stole. Didn't he steal some of the elves and then turned them into orcs? So it was Morgoth doing that. And then in retaliation, uh, who's, who's Gandalf's master? Master, the Maya, Maya master? Gandalf has no master. Okay. No, but like of all the Mayas, <laughs> who, who's the master? Oh, God. You know, like Morgoth's like counterpart, but good. Yeah, he, yeah. in retaliation... Iluvatar or something like that? No, was it? Uh, no, he, he, well, he made the dwarves. He yeah. made the dwarves, which the other celestial beings like, like him were like, hey, man, maybe you shouldn't have done that, but it's okay, we'll let it slide simply because Morgoth is a bad guy. I lured up, bro. I lured up since we last uh, spoke. Oh. Yeah. And I haven't even read the Silmarillion. Uh, that's on my to-do list eventually. Um, but yeah, anyway, Skyrim, stop. We, we have to keep we keep oh, yeah. uh, turning back to Lord of the Rings because I've seen it like a couple of times. So, just a you little know. bit recently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Skyrim had just some of the best soundtracks uh, that you can actually listen to casually. I've spoken to a couple of other people about this and they have this... Similar sort of opinion on me with Skyrim is that um, you can use that. Like, so firstly, you can get the whole album on Spotify. It's streaming on Spotify, which is amazing. The composer is Jeremy Saul. And you have one of the tracks is two hours long and it's just the Skyrim atmospheric That's um, pretty cool. music. So like if you're just standing in like the farm, like Pelagia Farm for whatever reason, and you're standing there outside the gates of Whiterun, if you if you leave it idle and then the camera just starts panning around your character, that atmospheric music just just go for two hours. It goes for two hours, uh, and it's not even looped, and it's like some of the best study music you can use. It shits on the lo-fi girl. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> it does. Shots fired. No, it's excellent. You can play that at like a chill dinner party, um, but after the two hours you'll probably want to loop it because the next song is the combat music where it's like, do 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 when something coming, <laughs> coming up at you. a bit of whiplash there. Yes, no, it's a bit, it's a bit freaky. Uh, but otherwise, it's, it's just beautiful. And it's so iconic and so well done. And then obviously you've got the theme song. The theme song. It's just, it's, it is really good. It's excellent. It's, a, it's absolute masterclass. And I think... Uh, I've seen a documentary as well on how they made it. And because there's a lot of, like, that um, gothic, Viking, Nordic, like, yeah. um, opera singing. And they... I think they had a group of maybe 20 singers. And then they just multiplied it by whatever it takes. Oh, like, they're just, like, constant dubbing and everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's beautiful. It's just so... Yeah. That's really... That's... So who who did you say the composer was again? Jeremy Saul. D- did he do any? Uh, did he do any of the other Elder Scrolls, or was it just Skyrim? I'm not sure because I play a lot of Elder Scrolls Online. That's I think Elder Scrolls Online is I think I can say it's hands down my favorite MMO RPG. Um, to the, the uninformed, MMO RPG is massive multiplayer online role playing game. <laughs> uh, it's what you play when you've got no friends. And then typically, right, with it being massive multiplayer online, it's encouraged that you play with other friends. I still play that solo. Purely the online factor is just cool to see other people around in your world. Uh, But I just treat it like a single-player role-playing game, which is very sad. But there is solace in playing video games by yourself. 
That's why Skyrim to me worked yeah. so well because but that was purely single player and you didn't rely on an internet. It's the same thing with like Destiny. Do you remember, did you ever play Destiny? I think I played Destiny two before. Yeah, so it's yeah. That's like that's like the same thing. It's basically completely online. Like you needed a subscription to play it. Like. Um, and like they encourage you to play with other people, but you could just you could solo that game if you really yeah. wanted to. So yes, which I which I like it gives you the option, but it's like it, like in like the big hub world, you mm. got like ev- like just everyone there like trying to like loot shit, and but then you could like do the missions by yourself, or if you have some friends, bring them over, have a massive destiny party. So I have friends that played Destiny two together, and I didn't realize that it's still something that's going on like it's still people still yeah it was, really I think it. That, like they brought out like more raids and everything so yes raids that's the, that's that was the big one that's the, that's the thing that 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 they do in that um actually just on the topic of elder scrolls online um the reason why it's such a good game a, a good way as well for a game to solidify itself as a good game and not just some very cheaply made free-to-play game which elder scrolls online uh it's not free to play you do have to pay for the base game but on sale it's like 20 bucks so it's actually really affordable you do not need to pay a subscription for it that's why i play it because i'm a very casual gamer i don't have time anymore to play games yeah. whereas it is of the same caliber as world of warcraft i would say the graphics are better the storyline is so good voice acting is amazing very good what solidifies it as well for me is it being like a real game and i think this counts in this episode because i know we're talking about music but i think voiceovers like acting like voice Voice acting as well so in two of the main storylines they have uh michael gambon as one of the main characters in elder scrolls online it's incredible hearing him and john cleese is in it as well that's also really cool yeah on that on that so so (laughs) In Borderlands, they had the voice actor for Hercule in like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. He play he play one of the main characters in Borderlands in Borderlands Two. Mm-hmm. As I was like hearing it, it's like holy shit! Is that the why like the dots connecting in your brain? It's like and you had like do the googling. It's like oh my god, the same person. It's just but isn't that so special that like you will still get real names that yeah. you know that you Samuel love. Jackson did a San Andreas he was like he played like he a was cr- yes he did a, he did like he played a corrupt police officer that's awesome yeah it's it just makes it feel even more real to you it feels really special like a cameo mm. um, because not a lot of big names will do video games because video games are I think you there's no way the paycheck is nowhere near as high no. as what you could get because all that money is spent in development um, typically, if you see a game like a mobile game with such high budget marketing, you know it's going to be crap. Yeah. Especially a mobile game, like where are you making that much money? I'm looking at you, sh- uh, what Raid Shadow Legends? Oh, yeah. That you see on <laughs> every, YouTube all every the time. Every single YouTuber who like plugs it and so annoying. Um, so yeah, I don't really get that. But Skyrim. Excellent still holds up today. I still play Skyrim today, and it's now officially been more than 10 years since it came out. I think as of, what, what today's date? The 18th. Exactly one week and 11 years ago, came Skyrim out. came out. I know, it's actually ridiculous to think about it. And it's still played, and they still, they, they still milk it by re-releasing it every single year. On a new console. On a new console. And I, th- I feel like, like you can play it on Switch. <laughs> yeah. You can play it on DS. I think like it's it's insane. Like games that like consoles that should not have the power to run it, they still do it. But it's only worth really playing on PC nowadays because of the mods that you can yes. do to make it look updated. A lot of the Twitch streamers they do like 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 do like some of the gimmicky mods and it's like really funny. So <laughs> where they replace Aldo and the Dragon with Thomas the Tank. That's pretty funny. But there's the there's one there's a, a Twitch streamer called Doug Doug and I really like he's like he does challenges where like if he says a word so if he says dragon like spawns ten dragons oh that's nice like if he says it in the microphone right if he said, yes if he says it but like also but if he like says so one of them people the whole thing is like people try and get like to catch him out they're, so they're trying to like get him, ca- get him to say it yeah right? so like yeah. but like also combo words so like drag on <laughs> so if he says that and like and it's like if it's a word within the, a bigger word so like yeah. ration would have like rat in it so that would also spawn 10 rat like a hundred oh true true oh that's that's cheeky yeah i like that yeah was it skyrim what what else had the same caliber as skyrim for soundtracks soundtrack i think a recent one in my opinion would be uh red dead redemption 
one and two. Can you give us a little spiel? So, very, very good game done by the people who did uh, Grand Theft Auto. Bunch so of rock stars, those guys. Bunch of rock what stars. What are they called? Yeah. Who are they? Rockstar. No, yeah. no, no. I'm saying what the... Com- no, I called them that, but like, what's the company called? For sure it is Rockstar Games. No way. Whoa. Oh, well, how? No Whoa. way. Hell yeah. <laughs> but um, so You work there. You're a bit of a rock star yourself. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, so very very good game. Uh, ba- ba- literally Grand Theft Auto Wild West. Um, like you could st- you could steal people's horses. Yeah. Um, lo- lots of shooting, lots of cool missions. Uh, very big open world, open sandbox that so you could go around just do random things in. Yeah. But the soundtrack is very much very so it's very western, mm. uh, but very open world, very like like adventurous, very much like in like different locations. I remember in like in the first uh, Red Dead, you could go to Mexico, so you'd have like a bit of like a Mexican soundtrack. Or did they put the uh, yellow filter on? They did not. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's no, how you know I, it's I, in Mexico. But if you like, there's like there's like a town called Armadillo, and that's like yellow, but that's like but that's not in Mexico. That's like in like Texas, but all, none of the states are the same like as the United States, even though it's in the United States. Wow. So very very good game, very good soundtrack. That I think that very much hold up to this day both of them do i'm very annoyed that they uh, that they've teased the fact that they're going to do a re-release of red dead one but that they they haven't done it so um yeah i've got like no real connection to red dead but that's because i don't play i don't have like any next gen console because it's not it is on pc i think they always release it like five years yeah, after. Yeah, they have. I think they have released it on PC. I think, but it's always too expensive. Like Rockstar games are way too they're expensive. They're very, very expensive. For I think the ten year, no, maybe seven, seven years after GTA Five came out, they had for one week only. They released it for free. I think on Epic Games, something like that on my PC. So I actually have a free copy of GTA Five. That's really cool. But I never played it until seven years after it came out. I still actually haven't played GTA Five. <laughs> Look, it's pretty good. It's like yeah. it's pretty well, well, good. It's I, pl- I played I played San Andreas, and that was like that was like a really good game. But then it just like none of like the next gen like when I, like PS3, PS4. I, ne- I just never got into like the newer Grand Theft Autos. So yeah, yeah. but to bringing up GTA, that's got a great list of songs as well because you. Oh, well, I mean. So they the buy the licenses to songs to they buy, play. Exactly, right? They they buy the licenses to songs, right? And I will get onto that soon. But basically, they've got a great assortment of songs in. Um, well, I love the fact when you're driving cars. Yeah, because they have like radio, radio stations. stations yeah. yeah, I think. I think. Oh, I don't know. I might be wrong, but I do know that. Um, Amel and the Sniffers, great Aussie local mm. band. I think they have a song in GTA Five. Their song hurts. That's like their number one song, which is insane to have like a small Aussie band have a song on there. And then obviously you've got the likes of Snoop Dogg. And you, got Snoop Dogg you got like you got America. A lot of, a lot of rap. Yeah, you got songs, like yeah. so cool. Just like listen, like you play, <laughs> you listen just to like Horse with No Name on like repeat on that radio station by America, just like driving through town and it's just you know as a as a thirteen year old person who couldn't drive. And then just driving around the streets of GTA, running red lights with no consequences at all. Well, then I, I do encourage that you try GTA Five because the driving aspect of it is the most impressive. Yeah. Of the well, sorry, game. I've played it. I just haven't. I haven't done the missions in it. So. Yeah, missions are cool. Like I'm not really interested. I'm just. I just like it more for the sandbox. And again, I'm a very casual game. I'd rather spend time on like sad games like MMORPGs that I play alone. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Really? Whatever games we have, whatever well, game. soundtrack games, right? That's what we're still talking about. Soundtrack yes, games. Yes. All right. I've so. got Halo. Oh. Right. Oh. I mean, everyone knows. It's like a living meme at this point. Well, it's the best. You walk into a bathroom, the boys' bathroom. It's got great acoustics. Yep. And then you'll have like fifty boys all poke their head up outside <laughs> of like the toilet cubicle, all going and then I love it when the drops as well like you, they hear like bash on the side of the walls as well <laughs> like honestly well could you you hear that in some cutscenes, but it's mainly for those shooter games you hear them mainly in just the lobby you're, you're waiting there for yeah. a game or the start menu 
Another good example is Call of Duty, right? <laughs> Modern Warfare 2, where it's like, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. That's ingrained yeah. in your memory because that's where you spend the most time not doing anything. Yeah. Everything else, like if you're playing a shooter game, you don't want music to be playing. No, you want to hear the bullets fly past you. Exactly. And, and that's true. Actually, what's quite underrated in, especially in FPS, so first person shooter games, um, and people don't talk about it enough, um, is the sound aspect because. Um, the sound engineering in these FPS games is amazing. Their proximity sense, like, like the character that you're fighting against, yeah. you can actually hear them get closer and closer and closer. So you actually need a pretty. You don't want a you crappy need, headset. Yeah, to you play need on. a good head. Oh, good speakers as well. Or just good speakers. You don't want anything crappy because, yeah, especially where bullets land, it's all coded to actually like for you to hear it if it's close or far away. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, you can hear people's footsteps. Uh, I think I should say that. Um, yeah. You can, yeah, so you can hear bullets firing over you or if they go near you and as well. You can, like, you got to be able to hear... As well, on, on top of that, you got to... You, like, if people are wearing headsets, you got to hear people, like, yell at you to, like, say, hey, get up there. <laughs> yes, like, you need to hear your team, but I think... I don't know. I don't think this is a new feature at all, but they have it in the re-release of COD Morfa- uh, Modern Warfare 2. COD and Warfare COD 2. Mod, co- COD Mod? Mod- <laughs> COD Modern Warfare 2. Like, the new re-release, I think, came out last week. Um, they have a proximity chat, uh, which I think that's in other games as well. But for this one, I just saw a video of it today on the train. And basically, proximity chat is you can talk to the enemy if your character gets close to them. So say, like, you're inside, like, a building with someone, and then you go for a shoot down, and you, like, kill them, whatever. You can talk shit to them while they're, like, right that's down there. On the ground. You're teabagging them, and you can talk to them and just, like, is, torment oh, them and stuff. And then when you walk away, next, you can't talk to them anymore. But That's, like, like, the next level toxic. Like, uh, like, ori- like original COD, like, that was toxic. They were, like, toxic lobbies and everything. Like, yeah. if, if, you, if, you're, if you're a girl and you joined the lobby, like, prepare, oh, prepare for yeah. just total just sexual harassment and everything but then now but proximity is proximity like, chat dude it's, it's next that's, level that's, it's that's, that's that's this toxic then you had like the next level of toxicity is just yeah i mean like the wrong people use it for the wrong reasons but i do i do like it at the same time because it just adds next level like immersion too true because you can actually talk to the guy that you're, you're in like a, a firefight with that's sick it is quite funny like don't get me wrong like i I reckon the vast majority will use it for like funny, just like gags yeah. and everything. But yeah. then you're gonna have like that minority of people who will be like just absolute cunts with it. So. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, but I I do like that. Uh, I can't think of off the top of my head like other FPS games. Battlefield is another good one. That's like very similar to COD in the sense that like lobbies was a lot of music, and then mm. as you get into the field, it's like a bit of music, but. Like at the start of the game, but then once you get into like the actual fighting and everything, then it's like very much. All right, it's time to kill, kill our opposition. You know, yeah. desensitizing <laughs> people. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back in memory lane for me. So uh, so your one we talked about you before. My first like real gaming experience was Spyro on the PS One. Oh yes. Yes, I yes. loved I love that game. It's just fond memories. Platformer. Basically, all platformers have really good music, like Crash and everything. But yeah, yeah, I was about to counter that with Crash. Yeah, so I was never a Crash boy. I was a Spyro boy. I was a Crash boy. Yeah, I was a Crash boy because my friend had Crash, and that one was easier to like take turns with than Spyro. I think. I think because Crash. I think that's a good. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was something that. Yeah, just easier to take turns with and stuff. And so Crash, that one's more ingrained in my mind with the, because there's a lot of because it's like an, uh, Pacific Islander sounds. To it, like with the drums. Yeah. Well, the thing about like it's, it's very Australian because, like, Bandicoot, that's yeah, it's Australian animal, like marsupial, marsupial. Yes, but then um, <laughs> so, so again, like obviously with Crash and Spyro, you have like the big open world, like well, I don't want to say the big open world, but like the the main world which have its own music, but then you had separate worlds which each one had its own score yeah. as well, which is actually, I mean, I think it's quite very impressive in the sense that like. Like the amount of effort you'd have to do. So, like Spyro, you have like I think it was like three or four big worlds, and then like each world had its own mini world you had to go into, and then each one of those had its own like music to go with it. And it's like, can you imagine like the money? Yeah, I'd like to know how much money that video games bother putting into um, music because I think it's more important than we were saying for the TV show episode that TV shows sort of it's not that they get away with it, but they don't usually. 
have it's not as, important as, as memorable yeah. songs in yeah. it because all that money is spent elsewhere. Whereas with video games, it's more important because video games feels more like an art, an interactive artwork. Yeah. And there is arguably, you know, it's not, it's less dialogue focused and, and you're spent more so in silence just trying to play the game. So you need good music to accompany that. Whereas with TV shows, you can, I guess, sort of get away with it. Yeah. Not having something as well composed. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say, I have a very, like, big appreciation for people who, like, do gaming and talking at the same time. That shit's hard. That's really difficult to, like, narrate what you're doing and then interact with, like, like a chat. Twi- like, a, like a Twitch chat. It's just, like, actually insane. Yeah. So, you have to you have to get good at the game first. You can't just jump in and be a streamer. No way. You have to be, yeah, you have to be a good gamer first. And, and you have to, like, know that game really well beforehand, too. Um... Yeah, that way you can sort of just like play that on autopilot. Yeah. And really, people are really watching you to... S- they're watching you to um, play the game really well and then also interact with them too. Yeah. Um, it's well, difficult yeah. to do both. And I suck at playing games anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've done. We've tried to do it for each other and it's like actually like if one of us... Like you just go radio silent when you're You go radio it. silent, exactly. <laughs> It was a very crucial moment. You yeah. don't fuck up. Yeah. Oh, it's like you're playing a game. It's like it's you're you're fighting a boss or something, and like all the concentration has to go into you fighting the boss. And he's like, I'm sorry, I love you, good sir, but like, shut up. Just yeah. shut the fuck up, man. I'm trying to beat the last guy on Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, oh well, then actually, then now that you just brought up like Spyro and Crash, if you go in a different world or like a mini boss or a mini game. Changes changes score, right? Mario. Those fucking underwater levels, man. <laughs> it's always the same. Yeah. It's like this weird ethereal thing. But it's all the same. No two no two underwater worlds in Mario have different yeah. sounds. And, yeah, and we want to talk about like like just iconic music in the first place, just Mario. Mario, like, of course. Yeah, just um yeah. It's the, the, me, the, the, Mario. That's the underground. Yep. And then just the regular, yeah, like the regular score. That's Mario. Yeah, that's Mario. I don't know, just like the genius of it. It's like, it's simple, but it's just, it's forever ingrained in our culture now, so. Yeah, that's true. I know. I do like the fact as well that it's a bunch of Japanese ga- like game developers creating an Italian plumber. <laughs> I kind of like that. I kind of like that. It's just so strange and out there. Yeah. You know, because if you think about it, right, it's just, it's a very simple game, right? It's a very Which simple a formula. It's all it just is. It's a platformer. So the only creativity that you have are just the character that you give like an identity to. mm but otherwise, the gameplay is still the exact same. You're you're scrolling across, and then you're jumping on things. Yeah. Right at its at its core, um, and then you get from point A to point B. Yeah. Well, going on from that, we can talk about all the other eight bit games that are out there as well. Just like how iconic those soundtracks are. So you got like obviously you got like Pac Man, you got like Galaga. What's like I'm trying to remember like the biggest one. I, Liam like, will know. Hmm. <laughs> You know, you can't do one without Only look forward, mate. Don't look back. Yeah, I can't. In anger. Do you? Look, as much as, like, you can't have one of it. It's like yin and yang, you know? Just, like, you can't have <laughs> in a vacuum. Neither is all that good. But together. <laughs> I'm going to use that from now on. Instead of being, like, yin and yang, I'll be like, yeah, it's like Nolan Liam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except they're both just clouded in darkness. <laughs> Except they're both in darkness. <laughs> Just different kinds of darkness. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but like the one, of course, everyone knows is Tetris. Like that's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. It's just, a re- it's just a redone Russian folk song. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> huh. um, oh, actually, yeah, like any other 8-bit games that I think of off the top of my head. Um, yeah, no. Speaking of Russian, that actually made me think of uh, Rasputin. The song by uh, Boney M. Right, Boney M. And uh, that just made me think, um, that song is in Just Dance 3, I think. 
It's in just. It's in one of the Just Dance games. Is it? Have you ever played one? Of I've those not games? played Just Dance, but I have played. Sing well, that Star. leads me on. Yeah, well, that leads me on to that genre of games like Sing Star, your Guitar Hero, your Rock Band. Um, the, the, so they're music games, you know, like um, follow follow along games, yeah. rhythm games. So Guitar Hero Three is the only Guitar Hero that I've played. I played, and that one has, I think, the best soundtrack ever. I but played, then again, I'm biased. I did a Guitar Hero World Tour. That was World my Tour. that yeah. was my Guitar Hero. What was the band? Um, there was one. There was a, what, what was the band? Like, uh, <coughs> Guitar Hero Aerosmith. What band was that? Well. He's thinking, everyone. <laughs> He's thinking really hard. Is it, did it have Steve Tyler in it? Uh. It was... Uh, yes, it was an Armageddon. Ah, uh. uh, yes. Uh, it was the. It was Liv Tyler's daughter. No. You, you mean father. Father. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Well, that's what drugs does to you, you know. You know it sort of shifts, like, who... Yeah. You become, like, this, like... Amorphous, ambiguous. Yeah. I, like like Keith Richards, Steve Tyler will never die. Yeah, so. he's embalmed his, the, his insides already. Yeah. Uh, but no, Guitar Hero Three, man, that one. Oh, the education it did for me regarding like music taste was yeah. incredible. I know so many classic wrong uh, rock songs. Wrong songs. <laughs> Classically wrong songs. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it. Through the Fire and the Flames by Dragon Force is classically wrong. It is so it messed should, up. It should not exist, that song. It shouldn't exist, but it does, and it sounds incredible. Yeah. But especially especially, especially when, when it's it done on Trombone <laughs> Champ. If anyone doesn't know what Trombone <laughs> Champ is, it's literally just Guitar Hero 3, but with a trombone. I think someone has, like, uh, I, what is it? Is it like, it's like the electric guitar that you get I from Guitar like Hero. Wheel, I thought it was like a wheel or something, and it's just like them do, like going back and forth, basically. Well, exactly, yeah. So... So what you have to do is you, you still get the notes coming at you and you've got a line and basically you need to hit the notes as they come on the line. But like a trombone, you know, you've got the slider and basically as you slide, your marker on that line goes up and down. So you push out, it goes up, you pull in, it goes up or down, sorry. Oh, in so in goes up, yeah. out goes And then down. you have to blow to actuate that notes like that that note on the point and basically there's this like eight minute long because the song is fucking eight minutes long um video of someone doing trombone champ version of oh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, the flames <laughs> which is insane and i wanted to bring this up because especially i think it was guitar hero that did it first yes where they open platformed it where you can put any song like if you're talented enough you can interlay a song on Guitar Hero 3 and then, like, make the notes for yeah, it. Yeah, you, you can make the tap, you can make the tap board for it. So exactly. It's, it's so awesome. you can make the level, right? It's like doing Super Mario World Maker, yep. but then for Guitar Hero. And it's crazy because now you have, like, Twitch streamers doing who that. do their livelihood on just Watching doing professional, that. like, Guitar Hero players is actually insane. It's incredible. It's incredible and, I don't know, it's just... It's actually... It's really uh, wholesome, I think. It's my favorite, really my cool. favorite one who does that is uh, Jason Paradise. He's awesome. So like, he, so, <laughs> so he he did a challenge. I think it was like an eleven hour like chart, basically. Oh my god! So and and like and the ch- and the each song gets progressively harder. Like in, <laughs> so That's and and it, there was one break in it, like halfway through, that went for like a minute. So a whole break. Yeah. So like he didn't play. So yeah, but it was only oh, right. so yeah, yeah. So you got a break for like a minute, but like to, it was still going through. But you got like a designated break, and it was just stupid. That's incredible because like <laughs> you can see someone play your favorite song, like modern song. Like you could, you could, you could see like oh, yeah, Kendrick puts in, Lamar being played on. Oh yeah, guitar. someone puts blurred lines in by Robin Thicke. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, but so great. Uh, but yeah, no, that's. Yeah, you can listen to any single song that you want to on Guitar Hero 3. You can watch your favourite player play it, uh, which is great. Yeah. Uh, Rock Band was also one of those... Between Rock Band and Guitar Hero 3, I think I preferred Guitar Hero 3 because it seemed more classic, but Rock Band looked more professional. Uh, yes, from, right? from what I remember. And then there was Rocksmith. You heard that one? 
I just don't know. Or something like there, that. Do you remember the one that you can connect your real guitar to? I think there was one. Do you remember DJ Hero as well? Oh, <laughs> DJ Hero as well. Yeah, that didn't do as well. But it was the same thing. You had like a turntable with like five buttons on it and then you had to scratch as <laughs> the note came yep. and get it. Yeah, it's the same, same idea. So, yeah. Same idea. Absolutely same, same idea. Yeah. Um, on that vein as well, we got SingStar. We got SingStar. I, I love SingStar. I think Sing I played SingStar. That was awesome. They had a SingStar All you had to do was just hit the pitch, right? Yeah, that was uh, all it was to get yeah, the point. Yeah, basically, if you it, like, if you were a crap singer, obviously, you wouldn't do too bad. I mean, like, you'd do pretty bad, but, like, if you were... It would sound sing- terrible. No, but, like, if you were a crap singer, it would sound terrible when you say it out loud. But all you had to do was go, uh, uh, uh like, you could just... You, you wouldn't even have to sing. You would oh, yeah, have, you to, have like, to match, match the, the pitch yeah, yeah. to the again that line where the note is coming yeah. from. Well, I yeah. loved it. It was such a good. They had they had a sing star queen, and that was like yes. Oh, they had a sing star abba. Yes, I remember that. That was yes. also really good. Yes, I think I think I used to own it. It was like for my mom or something on the Wii. Had it on the Wii, man. I can't else. believe sing star went into, went into PS3. It like it stayed around for that long. It did, and people were buying it. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? But you had to buy like. Because you, you had to buy the mics. You had to buy the mic. They were expensive. They were expensive. So like, who's doing that? I don't know. It's just we did. Yeah, well, of course, <laughs> because we're talking about it. Because we did plan. <laughs> yeah, but, like we're making fun of the people who do. It, it's like, oh wait, that's that was us. <laughs> yeah, that was that one. I don't. That's a period in my life I don't like talking about. We um, are people. Yeah. Who are these people doing it? We, we are the people. <laughs> But, like, other music games as well. I think that's that's all I can think of at the top of my head. They're, like, the big ones. But you've got, like, arcade games as well. Like, arcade. dance. Like, yeah, the dance yeah. ones. Like, the rhythm ones where you have to dance. And they're pretty... They're pretty... Quite nice. Yeah. Oh, on that on that vein as well, one that has now also become a meme, uh, Yoshi's Island. <laughs> Yoshi's Island? Yes. I'm not seeing the meme. Explain to me. Oh, it's, like... It's just, like... It's... The the sound is like that one. That's like that music. I so recognize it. Yes, that's all. That's all Yoshi. Yoshi's so. got a great line. His what's his most famous line? <laughs> Very much like Crash. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yoshi's Yoshi's a interesting guy. Yeah. Lizard dinosaur thing. We'll have him on the pod next time. Oh, okay. For sure. If you guys email in enough, we will. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Oh, so talking about, we also got. Oh well, hold on. Moving. Are you are you moving on from from like those music games? Well, or do you th- th- still think of a music game? Do you have another music game? No. Oh, I don't. Because I was thinking of games that have music, that own the license to music, right? You've got heaps of games. So obviously. Guitar Hero obviously owns the license to music, but yeah. you could interact with music. Now I'm talking about games that, like GTA, that just have heaps of music. So oh, okay, yeah. the biggest offender is Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> that taught me so much that was awesome. about punk music, like the originators of like punk emo. Yeah, like you've got your Blinks. Right, and your some forty ones, and then also like old like nineties rap music as well. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. They did have a lot of that. It was it a mix of those two. Yeah, I'll, right? it was still, I, I just remember when we were in JB, and you just pointed out to me, Alex, they got Tony like they had the remastered version of like, <sighs> and he was like, you got to buy it. And it was only like forty bucks. It was like it was right. affordable, wasn't it? And it, it was remastered, so it was like for AAA consoles. Yeah, and was, yeah. And I had a lot of fun that night, <laughs> reliving the glory days, dude. Um, the music selection that they had on Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and the only um, Pro Skater that I played was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 on GameCube. Oh. Played the shit out of it. And it holds up so well. Like, the mechanics are amazing. Um, yeah, a lot of ACDC on there. Um, I think Coolio. Um, yeah, like R. I said, R. Like, R.I.P. Coolio. He had Rage Against the Machine on there as well. Um, incredible. Just an incredible discography, really. And again, it's like it molds your mind as a child. And then when you hear it later on, you're like, oh, crap, this is so familiar. And then you, and then you realize, oh, wait, this was on Tony, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And you're like, oh, wait, this is one of the biggest songs ever made. I feel so silly because yeah. why do I only know it from a video game? Yeah. <laughs> Learning Blink-182 from Tony Hawk. Is <laughs> because like, of Tony Hawk. Like, have you heard of this band, Blink-182? <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Yeah, Blink-182. Ah. Oh. Like I thought they were underground. They're on like a... Tony Hawk game. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, uh, what, are, what other things we got here? 
Yeah, although like licensing games, it's usually, it's it's usually like pretty um, aggressive games that have licensing, right? Like we said GTA mm. and we said Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk's pretty aggressive because it's like because you could stack it and you could like you hurt stack it. You hurt yourself. You've got like blood filters on there as well. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, so yes, if yes, you like yes. grind your knees up, you see how much blood's there. Well, you should turn it off. Because um, that's like not PG. Yeah, that's right. Like, cause they've all got high age ratings mm. on there. Um, what else? Uh, oh, going off Mario. Like another another game that has incredible soundtrack, and you kind of don't really you can't. It does have one well known theme song, but at the same time, every new version of it, it comes out with a new, a new a new like soundtrack for it. There's always a new soundtrack, mm-hmm. so you can never actually pinpoint where it's from but it always sounds very similar right mm-hmm. you can tell what it is and that's pokemon right with pokemon and like i said that was the first game that got me into games pokemon silver um obviously everyone knows the, the theme song right for pokemon yep but every single game they just redo the soundtrack yeah whereas if you hear a gym battle you know it's a gym battle right right yeah, it's weird. They've they've done a really good job of composing their music for it to sound a certain way. Where even though you've never played the game, like yes, maybe you played an older version of Pokemon. If you heard like one of the newest gen Pokemon theme songs or soundtrack, you would still know what it is. Yeah, do, do you remember there were the creepy pasta about um, oh Lavender Town? Lavender Town. <laughs> All these kids were allegedly after listening after listening to it. Either the Lavender Town, was it the tower music or was it just in the town itself? I think it was in the tower. I think I think I think it was meant to be like the, like the town kind of started. The town was weird, but it was when you got in the tower because that's like where all the spirits of the Pokemon were. Yeah, so. it was just the theme. It was just the theme music, not the battle music, because the battle music always review, revert when you go into battle. It always reverts back to that punchy. Yeah. Um, that was shit, but yeah. <laughs> I knew what you were trying apparently, to do. Apparently, yeah. Well, okay. So, apparently it was, I think these these Japanese kids were listening to this certain music for hours and hours because obviously they're grinding, right? They're just playing this... this ba- trying to get their Pokemon up to like level 70. They're leveling up. So, you're exposed to these sounds and it's at like a certain frequency. This all sounds hocus pocus to me. But anyway, this is apparently what happened. And then children were, children were killing themselves, actually. Over like being sub- like just exposed to this yeah. this music for Asian Asian made them so depressed it drove them to suicide. Again, creepy pasta, yeah. not verified. I don't think it's verified. No, but that that was the story behind. It, which is just, can you just imagine just a Pokemon of all games driving people yeah. to the brink of insanity. Yeah, like it was driving these like kids insane. But I don't, I don't know. I didn't get that effect at all. Like, yeah, it was a bit creepy, but... Yeah. Well, that was the whole point of Lavender Town. It was meant to be a weird town. Well, so. yeah, it was a ghost town. Yeah. Right? They had ghosts in the tower, so of course it's going to be a bit creepy, but I don't know. We have games like, what, Dark Souls? You got, yeah, you got Dark Souls where you, like, you're dying all the time and you, like, you'd kill yourself out of frustration, but I mean... You have, you have pretty, yeah, scary-looking characters in there and... Some music is, is a bit spoopy. A bit sp- <laughs> spooktacular. Yeah, it is, yeah. But I think Pokemon as well has managed to sort of ingrain itself in, in a lot of kids' brains, and it's definitely done for me. Um, and then, like, old-school Zelda as well Z- would yeah. have done that to, to kids too. Well, I wasn't a Zelda player growing up. I, I can never really get behind it. Um, but the new Zelda stuff is, is incredible. Really, really good stuff. But it's not something that I... Yeah. I mean, I have played... Um, um, Breath of the Wild on Switch and the music in that is really nice like it's very pleasant music to listen to and a lot of the sound effects as well are really really great but it's nothing that's really stuck in my head yeah I don't think yeah well, I think a lot like they're taking like music in video games now I want to say like I don't want to say like everything down in the past is not as serious but I think they're taking it more serious now as they like, are. like as in like they're getting like full scale orchestras in to help like to actually like compose and yeah so like one of the like like one of the recent games I finished was a uh, God of War Ragnarok. Did uh, you actually finish it? I actually finished you it. You bastard! It's only been out a week. Yeah, less. <laughs> My God. 
<laughs> I, I haven't hundred percent of it. I, I did the main story, but like, uh, <laughs> that it's was... been eleven years, and I still haven't even done the main story on Skyrim. Okay, <laughs> I, because there are too many side quests. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So I finished it, and but like, my half time you. Half the time, you, you just like want to like just like not do anything, just listen to the music. Just you know, it's, it's just like so. Yeah, it's like relaxing, and it's just like very therapeutic. Like for me, gaming is like along with fishing is like I'm annoyed. I'm <laughs> or I'm st- <laughs> shut up. You have to bring fishing into this, man. I'm just saying they're like they're. I don't want to say coping mechanisms, but like <laughs> <laughs> they're like good. like having a bad day. I'll throw in a game, or I'll come and screw this. I'm driving to Sydney and going to the water and fishing. So. Yeah, I guess, well, yeah, fishing, like, both, both, that's interesting, right? Because both are meant to be stress relievers, right? Yeah. Play video games. I mean, the, the regular person plays video games a little steam just to relax and stuff, but it can also piss you off. Oh, right? yeah. If you've been playing too long, maybe stuck on a level or whatever, you should be grinding. You can't beat a boss or something. No. So then you got to go outside and touch grass. And then you get your fishing rod out, and then you you you, you play you play a bit of fishing simulator in real life. Yeah, but and then you get pissed off you're because you don't, catch, you don't catch a fish. And then you get so pissed off, you want to put that rage somewhere else. You go back to your video you go back game. To gaming. And it's yeah. a vicious cycle of 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 no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> fishing and video games. Hey, what can a man want? It's, it's a, hey, it's a hard life. <laughs> it's a hard life getting pissed off at the things you love doing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like camping is working for in there when you can't set up a tent or like something gets stuck or you or you misremember to bring something and you feel f- like you, you spend hours trying to find it and then you realize, oh, it's that thing I left on the table at home so I can't use that unless I drive two yeah. hours back. Yeah, but then you're your own worst enemy in that regard. Exactly. That's because the remember, thing. but the thing is in video games and fishing, you're getting mad at RNG. RNG to anyone who uh, doesn't know what that means. I don't actually know what it stands for, but it just means anything that's like randomly generated. So speed runners, right? Let's talk about speed runners real quick. If you, so one of my favorite streams of speed running was Summer, Day, Summer Games Done Quick 2016, I believe. Summer Games, Games Done Quick. It is a annual event um where they raise money for charities and they get like some of the best speedrunners like in the world they come together at this convention it's very it's very nerdy but like just so great and then the four charity they raise like two million dollars per year four charities like t- so 2016 g- summer games done quick was for doc- doctors without borders and so my favorite stream of that was um super mario sunshine on gamecube speed oh. <laughs> and the speed run it was just an absolute joy to watch because I loved playing that game. It's so good. And he would be talking about how some levels are easier than others because some levels, there's no RNG. Everything is like pre-planned. You can like pre... Uh, you can predict what's about to happen, right? Because it's been programmed to go that way. But there are some things like if you need to, say, jump off a certain enemy to then get onto a platform to like continue running, that enemy could be RNG where they're not coded to do the same thing all the time. So they could be swimming around or walking around randomly. So you can't account for them to be there when you need them to be. So that can really mess up your run. Fishing is RNG. And so are the video games that you get pissed off as. That's RNG. However, what was the third thing you just said? I've lost it now. Camping. Camping. That shit ain't RNG, my friend. Weather is RNG, but you forgetting your whatever on the table at home, that's not RNG. That's that's you being <laughs> stupid. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, ran over. That's, that's <laughs> what yeah, you're and, you, and you've been educated too on RNG. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Pokemon, there's a lot of RNG, right? Yes. There's a lot of RNG. Uh, you can't account for... You can account for most things, right? So you can account for... Like, say if you're in, like, a gym battle, for example, and you know that that trainer, you know exactly what Pokemon they have in yep. their lineup, and you know who they're going to stand out first, but you can't always predict what they're going to... Yeah, you can't predict what move they're going to... Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure it's, like, like the, the Pokemon they throw out is, like, is is pre-coded, but, like, the yeah. moves that they use are not. But so. their stats are pre-coded as yes. well. So if you know that, like, most of Pokemon speedrunning and stuff like that is just purely maths, and everything's been pre pre counted for. Yes. It's, it's incredible. It's it's, it's it's this beautiful mind. It's a beautiful mind. It like is our favorite much, streamer uh, is what's his name? D- 
ant? Small oh, ant. Small ant. Small, small ant. ant. His Pokemon speed runs up. His his knowledge though of everything is insane. He knows everything like what the guy's gonna do next, and he's it's like chess. Yes. And we're playing checkers clearly. Compared to them. But he knows exactly like where to go catch certain Pokemon in certain fields because that's been pre-coded. Yeah. What's not been pre-coded is when you're going to catch it. But yeah. what's been pre-coded well, think, is sure probability a, of catching yeah, it. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure as well. Like, so like they have like statistics and like so like mm. one like so like one fifth of your encounters will be this Pokemon, like yes. one tenth will be this. As, so that that's obviously that's obviously coded into the game. Mm. But then like. And then obviously, like your like shiny rates as well, they're yeah. like coded into it. But like, you're not like what Pokemon you're gonna run into. That that bit's like random. So, so I don't. I try not to look when I play Pokemon. Um, I try not to look into the whole pre-coding stuff at all because, like, I think then you sort of like lose the allure to the game, right? You kind of want to be surprised yeah. by things. But there's only for one. The only way you can catch it's technically not the only way because obviously everything's maths. Everything will happen at some point. Okay, so this is going to get real nerdy, and I apologize to viewers who have not, listeners who have not played this game, who do not care, so maybe just stop right now, but, so my favorite, I think my favorite of all the Pokemon remastered games, sort of, is Pokemon Leaf Green Fire Red. Yep. And that's in the Kanto region, and so after you've been the Elite Four, and you've literally done everything, except maybe catch every single Pokemon... The last Pokemon to catch, really, is of all the legendaries. You know, you've caught you've caught the three birds. Uh, Moltres, Articuno, uh, Zapdos. The other three birds are Chloe, Courtney, Kim Kardashian, whatever. <laughs> the good setup. <laughs> all, all the right. birds, I'll all, all the birds. I'll grant you that. All the bloody birds. Um, and you've caught, um, let's see, who else? Mewtwo as well. Yep. Now you've got one of the three legendary dog Pokemon to catch. Either, right. depending on your starter, right? Your starter determines if in your game you're going to be able to catch um, Suicune, yep. Raikou, yep. or Entei. Yeah. Yeah. So that depends on your starter. Um, but how do you catch them? Because it's been coded that there's like a one in like million chance or something, yes. right? Of catching them in the wild. The problem with these Pokemon as well, that they're like level 70. Yes. And as soon as you attack them, like if you run into the wild and as soon as you attack them, they flee. Yes. Right? There's no way you can you can just get them, right? Unless the only way I can think of where you're extremely lucky is if, say, you have a Pokemon that can use sleep powder. Put it to sleep and then you catch it on the fall or something. Yeah. But that's not happening. So you need to reserve your Master Ball for that, right? Because the Master Ball is infallible. But So the first step is how do you even fucking catch those things, right? Because it's, it's, it's impossible to catch it in the wild. So there's like a location around the beginning of the game where there's one... How it works... <laughs> sorry. How it works to catch <laughs> this Pokemon. So I'm still going on. Is that every time you walk, you change location. So you walk out of a location that changes route all the Pokemons reset, right? The location where you're supposed to find them. Now, for this legendary Pokemon, they can appear at any region in the whole map, any patch of grass in the whole entire map, right? Usually Pokemon are pre-allocated a certain place where you can catch it, right? But for Raikou, Entei, or Suicune, they can, they can jump anywhere, right? That's the whole thing. It's like Latios, Latias in the Holland region, right? Same, same rule applies to them. So there's this one location one route where it has just one patch of grass for that entire route which means you're not going to have to be because some other routes and some locations have multiple different patches of grass you don't want that you just want one isolated patch of grass for that one route okay what you need to do is because it's around the beginning I like how like well known you like had (laughs) this is the only way (laughs) this is the only way but stick with me I promise you there's a payoff you're you're about to learn son okay in this area, because it's around the beginning of the game, the, pa- the Pokemon are really underpowered, which means it's really easy for you to have a Pokemon higher than what the wild Pokemon are in that area. The wild Pokemon in that area are like level 15 or something, right? So you want to make sure that you have a Pokemon higher than that, but less than 70. And you want to use a Repel. So a Repel is an item where if you put that down, you can't encounter wild Pokemon in the grass because it's repelling them. And how this Repel works is it repels any Pokemon in the area that are at a level under your, the level of your Pokemon that's first in your party, right? But it doesn't repel anything that 
is a level higher. So if you have like a level 50 Pokemon on you, right? You put that at the front of your party, you put the repel down, and then you walk in the grass a bunch of times, hoping that you'll catch one of the three legendary dog Pokemon because they're level 70. So what you do is you put the repel down, you walk around the grass. If you've done it a few times, you can be pretty sure that you haven't run into one of the legendary Pokemon. You walk out of the route, it resets everything, and then you walk back into the route, resets everything, and you just keep doing that. You just keep doing that. You walk in and out, in and out. You walk through the through the patch until you find it. Because every time you've walked through the grass and you're sure that there's no legendary, you walk out, you walk back in, and it refreshes. And then it means eventually that legendary you Pokemon, you'll eventually get it. And it happens way faster than you think. I've done it, and then once you run into it, you throw your Master Ball, that's it, done. That's pretty you good. just learned, my friend. I have just learned. Because it's all maths. That is true. That's very much just maths. It's incredible. As well. But then you can also, if you want to save your Master Ball, I know like each Pokeball has a certain like catch rate as well, associated with like if how many times you throw it, you'll get a catch on first try. So, But in, in um, that game, there is no other Pokemon like it. There's no other Pokemon where that jumps around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're meant to save the Master Ball the, for, for that, that Pokemon. Because I think when you're younger, you don't realize that there's another legendary beyond Mewtwo. So you, you're tempted to like use your Master yeah. Ball on Mewtwo because that's like a level 70. It's Pokemon the same thing well. in, in like Emerald as well. where um, Rayquaza. Yeah, right? like everyone yeah. wants to use their Master Ball in Rayquaza. But, but like you've got Groundon and Kyogre still to get. So Yes, that's right. Damn, this got really fucking dirty really fast. Yeah. <laughs> we're just not even talking about music anymore. Yeah, I know. We're just talking about the statistics of Pokemon. <laughs> the statistics of Pokemon. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. You got anything else that you want to discuss? About there is one. Yeah, there is one more. It? There's one more thing. And he was a big part of my childhood growing up. Uh, oh goodness! Oh goodness! Oh, you can make me sad now. I know. So there is a there is a, a very well known YouTuber. Uh, no. By the name of Toby Turner, aka Tabuscus. Oh, our poor fallen soldier. Our fallen soldier. So he he's had a wacky career, right? That's one one way. Wacky, all right. <laughs> wacky. So we'll discount what he's done now. He's hangs out with Rittenhouse. Uh, he's <laughs> he's he's alleged to have raped someone. Oh no! Yeah, well, that was that was the beginning of the downfall, right? That was the beginning of the downfall. The allegations, yeah. And then, like, and then all past, like, a lot of his past girlfriends came out. Like, we can't verify that, but he's controlling, like, verbally abusive. He's not a good, like, drug. That's right. They drug, concurred drug to like the personalities that were yes that were alleged. So they couldn't confirm rape, but they could definitely say, based on everything else that you're describing, that seems consistent with the Toby that they know. Yes. So piece of shit. However, oh, the stuff he made before when we were kids was so funny, and he was like at one point number one YouTuber. It was as well. number. He was. I think he was in the top five. He was like uh, with. He was like with Rome Johnson, PewDiePie, oh, like yeah. Smosh, all those. Yeah, like, he was one of those guys. The reason we bring him up is because <laughs> because of uh, the literal trailers he did. The literal trailers, and explain to me the premise of what these videos. So, uh, what it was is basically it'd just be the the music of the game. And he would compose lyrics to it about exactly what was happening on the screen. Right. And he wouldn't do it just for video games. He would also do it for movies as well. He did it for movies, yeah. So he would take the trailer of said media and then narrate exactly what's going on based off what's happening, but to the melody and the beat and the tune and the rhythm. My English English teacher, he used one of the... um, (laughs) He used one of his literal trailers in class because he was go- because like Tabasas would go through like the thematic techniques that they used in the film or, or like in the trailer, and so he so he like he'd show it and be like, all right, so write an essay basically about the thematic <laughs> techniques that we can use, and he's he's te- he's, li- he's telling you what they are, just write about it. Yeah, no, that's that's true, and he did it, he did it so expertly. I don't know how he did it, but it was, it, it was good. They were it funny. Was really good. They were the catch. video games ones were the best. Like yeah. the top were all of his Assassin's Creed were good. videos. Scott, the Skyrim, Skyrim one, one was, was awesome. incredible. Yeah, and Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock was, was really good. One. I really liked his um his Hitman one. Hitman. The Rick. Hitman, yes, yes. With the nuns and everything. With the, with the sexy nuns, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd be down to do a rendition of a certain. Uh, as the closer, in, yeah, as a as a closer, I don't know. Nah, nah, we won't do no, it. No, that no, we won't do it. That's for that's for us. 
That's for us, and you can you can pay the Patreon if you want. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> or or should we? Maybe if you fuck around, you might very well find out. White Matrix picks a date, then fades. And people say Rome wasn't built in a day. Boom transition. But get the hell out of there. Because they know something's going down. Is he gonna die? No, it's a medium shot. Pan zoom in slow-mo means he's a target Mysterious hooded man Watching from a distance Take a second to look awesome Time to go walk in slow motion So you still look awesome God just saw you and he's gonna shoot you But don't mind him, just keep looking awesome The shadow will take care of him What? God says stop just kill him with your awesome. The other got hit by an arrow, so you're good. Pop the Red Sea. Hopefully those gods have good armor. No, they don't. Maybe they do. They don't. Now act like you didn't do it. They're not buying it. Target steps out from his shelter. He's distracted by a feather. He's like, shoot me. He likes feathers. He looks up when he remembers. Ooh, I love birds. Not of the bird and people die. Everywhere people die. Target doesn't die. He's fine. Target sends horsemen to die. Kill the horse. The rider falls down. Kill the rider. The rider falls down. Target's still fine. Target nods at some other gods that were hiding in pillars. Come out and then take their formation. Then Target pulls out his then goes to smell his soul. Not sure what mysterious hooded man joined by other hooded people. Your next running, running slow motion jump attack off the dome, bro. Oh my god. Whew.